Hello, it's Coach V, and welcome to Transformative Talk with me, Coach V. So welcome to today's episode, and we're going to be talking about enduring the process. So anytime we talk about enduring something or going through a process, we talk about remaining firm under a circumstance. Oftentimes it can be suffering without yielding or without giving in to something, to bear something, to go through something, to undergo something. That's oftentimes the definition that we think of when we talk about enduring something or endurance. But to have endurance is the ability to withstand hardships or adversity. And for many of us, we have endured a lot of things, trials and tribulations, difficulties. We've gone through seasons of our life where we've had to bear difficulties, go through lack or go through situations where friends or family or loved ones have turned their backs on us, believe the lies that others have told when we've been wronged or when we've been betrayed. Um, When friendships end, when relationships end, when there's misunderstandings, we've all gone through those types of things. Um, And we've had to withstand those hardships, the heartbreaks, the disappointments that are um, attached to that. And that can be a difficult thing. Um, But there's a way to deal with hardships. There's a way to endure a process when we go through these these hard times, oftentimes these seasons of suffering, when we desire to get closer to God, when we desire to make change in our life, um, we have to endure some things. People are not going to understand. Um, they're they're not going to be as willing to go through the process with us. Um, they have their own things to deal with. And so we may find that they're not going to be um, as supportive. They can't offer as much support and comfort in that time. And we have to be okay with that. Some things are just meant for us to go through alone. That's a time when God can speak to us, when he can reveal his purpose and his plan for our life. Um, When we go through those seasons, when we go through that process um, of shedding or ridding ourselves of old things. Um, Last week's episode, we talked about um, changing your mindset to change your life. And so there's some things and people and a life that we have to leave behind. And oftentimes when we're enduring a process, when we're going through a season, a difficult season, that is a part of what happens is we shed old ways and old habits and people things that we used to do or think or say we leave those things behind we have to take up a new mindset we have to begin to to talk differently to think differently to move in the world differently and so let's think for a minute about why it is so hard to endure we know that even Jesus endured He went through things. So what would make us think that we're any different, that we're exempt from this process? We're not. He was our example of how to endure the process, 
how to endure the the backstabbing to endure people talking about us to endure through the suffering withstand the hardships he was the perfect example of that so why do we find it so hard to endure the first thing that I thought of is that we oftentimes grow impatient we if we're honest about it we think that we can pray one day and then the next day that thing is just over with and we're not saying by any means of the imagination that God can't perform us suddenly that things that he cannot miraculously do things for us overnight but we want it to be more than just top surface we want it to be something that sustains we want it to be something that we learn from constantly we want it to always be something that's before us to remind us that this is a process that there is more to this whole thing than just this one step there are many steps that have to be taken so oftentimes we grow impatient we feel like we pray we fast we we do all these things and then we feel like we still don't have an answer God still hasn't answered us why hasn't God answered us why hasn't he done it we feel like we've done everything that we're supposed to do but have we really Was there an instruction that God gave us that we ignored that fine detail? Did we act like we didn't hear it when he told us to do it? Because we must be mindful that that step that we missed or we chose to ignore or be disobedient in could be the very step that we need to take to get the breakthrough, to receive the blessing, to have better understanding and revelation. So we have to examine why we get so impatient. Maybe we need to take the time to look at ourselves a little bit closer. And instead of being frustrated with God, maybe we need to examine ourselves and take a step back and look at everything that we've done versus what God told us to do. Did we follow his instructions or did we just make a decision to just continue to go about it our own way? The second thing I thought about in preparing for this episode was we then begin to question God the trust begins to break Um, the relationship changes we don't then we start um, going back into those old things we don't pray we don't spend time in devotion with him we don't spend time in meditation we stop reading his word the things that we were doing we don't continue because we feel like trust has been broken. God doesn't see us. God doesn't hear us. And we have to examine our motives inside of that. Are we doing all these things just to get what we want from him? Or are we doing these things because we truly desire a lifetime change? So are we looking for temporary pleasure or a temporary fix? Or are we looking for something that is going to be... um, a thing that we use, a thing that we have as a tool throughout our life so that we are prepared in every season, in every circumstance, in every situation. We got to examine ourselves. And I hope that you have pen and paper or a journal that you can just jot these things down and just think about these things later on. 
And the last thing that I thought of, which is the most dangerous thing, is we then begin to believe the lies of the enemy. We believe when he tells us God is not going to do it. See, God doesn't love you. Why do you keep doing all of that? We begin to feed into that negative talk. You're not worthy. You don't deserve it. You came from this. What makes you think that God would do this for you? What makes you think that you're deserving of this type of blessing or favor? And so can you see how it so quickly snowballs into something so poisonous and so dangerous, so unfruitful and so unproductive? All from one seed of negativity, all from growing impatient how it can just turn into this avalanche of negativity and doubt. We begin to speak and operate in fear. We no longer have confidence because we are starting to believe that God doesn't see us. God doesn't hear us. And what we have to remember is that God sees everything. He hears everything. He knows But he also has to know that he can trust us when he does bless us, when he does do this thing for us, that we are not going to take any of the glory for ourselves, but that we give all of the glory and honor to him. That if he can trust us to go through this trial, that he will be able to trust us to go through other things because we trust him. So it's a reciprocal thing. We can't expect to just get, get, get and give nothing. We have to be willing to sacrifice just as he sacrificed, just as God sacrificed his son for us. Now, he's not asking us to make that great of a sacrifice. But we can sacrifice social media. We can sacrifice eating certain things so that we can have a healthier lifestyle and and lose weight. We can sacrifice not buying this so that we can save for a rainy day or for an emergency. But we have to grow in our patience and trust the process. If we are truly desiring to do this, to get revelation and more wisdom and knowledge and understanding from God, if we're desiring to have a closer relationship with God, if we're desiring that God be truly the head of our life, So the transformative thought for the week is this. Jot this down. I have a promise on the other side of the process. Therefore, I will endure. We have to know that there is a promise for us. There is something on the other side of that journey, of of that trial that we're undergoing, of that uncomfortable situation, that hardship or that adversity. There's something on the other side of it. We're going to grow closer to God. We're going to have greater revelation in him. It's going to change us and transform us into this brand new being. We'll see clearer. We'll have greater understanding of the things of God and the way that he works, how he's carefully orchestrated our life, every detail he has laid out for for us. We don't know what the plan is, but God does. 
I can think to many times in my life where there have been things that I have asked God for to be delivered from depression and anxiety. And there were times that I I grew impatient and and just wished that I could just wake up and it would be lifted and, and I wouldn't feel sad anymore. I wouldn't be depressed. I wouldn't have such a hard time getting out of bed. I wouldn't have to fake being happy every day because for me it was exhausting. But I realized in the process that I had to let some things go. I had to make a daily decision to choose happiness. I had to make a daily decision to be joyful. That in spite of the pain and the sadness that I was experiencing, that I was going to speak of hope. And when I spoke of hope and promise to others, that it was ministering to me. And so the weight of the depression and the and the stress of the anxiety was slowly being lifted. Because even though at first I may not have believed what I was saying, the more I said it, the more I believed it, and the more I began to experience it for myself. And so therefore, my mindset began to transform. The way I talked began to change. Because now I was a living, breathing example of the power of God and what he was doing on the inside of me through the process. That everything wasn't darkness, everything wasn't sadness, but that there was joy, but I had to work at it daily. So here are some things that that we need to be reminded of. I'm, I'm gonna call them transformative truths from this point on. The first one is, In order to get to, we must go through. There are no shortcuts. There are no quick fixes. There can be no microwave service. Because anything that is worth having is worth working for. So we have to go through some things. We have to see those dark times to get to the light. We have to go through the rain in order to see and appreciate the sunshine and the birds chirping and and to appreciate the clouds and the blueness of the sky. Hebrews 10 and 36 says, For you have need of patient endurance to bear up under difficult circumstances without compromising so that when you have carried out the will of God, you may receive and enjoy to the full what is promised. What a a wonderful promise that is. That if we patiently endure something that we have great need of in this world, in this day and time with all that we see and experience. And we do without compromising our core values, our beliefs, our morals, our standards, our convictions, according to the word of God, according to the will of God, his plan and purpose for our lives. When we carry that out, when we carry out his will, when his will is carried out in our lives, we will receive. Not only will we receive, but we will enjoy to the full what he's promised. 
that is that is great confirmation and comfort of anything that we go through anything that we experience in life knowing that we will receive it and be able to enjoy it we will have great appreciation for what we have gone through what would it mean to just have it handed to us it would mean very little it wouldn't have as much value to us if it was just given to us, if we knew the plan that God had for our life, if he told us our future right now in this very moment, will we have an appreciation for the end? We would not because we would feel like we would have no need for God, but there would be no need for relationship. There would be no need to spend time in his presence because we would try to find the shortcut. To just get to the thing instead of enduring the process, enjoying the beauty of the process of having that close relationship with God, knowing that if we just do what he asks us to do, if we just obey him, that he will give us the desires of our heart, that there will be things that he will avoid, help us avoid. He will shield us. He will protect us from things. He will help us to not have to go through some painful steps because sometimes the the things that we endure are self-inflicted we take ourselves through unnecessary pain we take ourselves through unnecessary heartbreak because we try to go things about our own way but if 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 god's will is carried out in our lives we'll get to enjoy his promise We will receive it and enjoy it. The second transformative truth is that God is not only removing, but he's replacing. He's changing the way that you think. He's changing the way that you speak, the way you see things, the way you do things, the way you operate and move in the world. He's transforming your mindset. So when you transform that mindset you're transforming your life so the things that God removes from your life he is faithful to replace he can't put anything in your hands if your hands are already full if you're holding on to all of these negative things things that are unfruitful and non-productive you won't have an appreciation for anything new you won't have space you won't have the capacity And so in going through this process, as I said earlier, there are things that you have to shed, things that have to be removed, things that must fall off, things that have to just be thrown away so that he can replace them with his peace and his joy, favor, his grace. James 1, 3 through 4 says this. Be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. Mm -hmm. And let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking in nothing. So whatever he removes, he's replacing. He's doing a thorough work so that you 
will be more spiritually mature so that you will be completely developed in your faith. That's the whole point is to develop your faith so that you're not lacking in those areas that you were weak in or that there was nothing there. So the thing that may have been holding a space, it didn't have the value or the sustenance or the ability to to sustain you. But when you allow your faith to be tested through the experience, it, it produces the endurance. It, it produces the patient endurance. Then you have the spiritual maturity. You have wisdom. You have knowledge. You have understanding. You have more authority. You have power. Things that are already readily available to you. But now you can access freely and more openly because you have a more open relationship with God. Your communication is such which that when you speak or when you pray, God is speaking back. He's downloading all of these magnificent things in you. He's doing that thorough work in you. He's putting in you what you need for that next chapter, for that next phase, for that next assignment, for that next trial. You'll have everything you need to go through. And then as you go through that thing, you'll gain even more. So look at what you get. You're getting double for your trouble with everything that you go through because you're just gaining more experience, more spiritual wisdom, more spiritual maturity. You're being developed and refined, reproved. You're all of these things, the benefits that you're receiving from what you're allowing God to remove from you. And always remember this last thing. There's joy even in adversity. And I touched on this a little bit earlier um, when we were talking, but Don't despise the things that you're going through. Instead of having an attitude of, you know, God, why me? It seems like, you know, I get over one thing and then something else happens. Why why me, God? Why does it always have to be me? The question that we should ask is, God, why not me? God, I thank you for trusting me. Because obviously you trust me to go through this because you have something great and magnificent and wonderful for me on the other side. So I'm just going to take your hand. I'm going to go through this. I'm going to trust you with every instruction. Whatever it is that you call me to do or ask me to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it faithfully. Do it with gladness and joy in your heart. Don't go into it murmuring and complaining. God is not pleased with that. We don't want to be a complainer. We don't want to be a, 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 a stinking scent in his nostrils we want to be of a sweet savor in his nostril we want our words to be sweet so when we hear ourselves beginning to complain or have those negative thoughts quickly change that God I thank you God I thank you for trusting me with this assignment I know that you will get the glory out of this I know that I will be blessed I will be better because of what I'm going through I trust you in this And I choose to have joy on this journey, even in the midst of the adversity, even in the midst of the hardship. Because I know with you, I will be able to withstand the pressure. I'll be able to withstand 
being misunderstood. I'll be able to withstand the difficulty. I'll be able to withstand the isolation. Romans 5 and 3 says, And not only this, but with joy, let us exalt in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships, knowing that hardship, distress, pressure, or trouble produces patient endurance. (laughs) Again, look at the benefits. If we go through it with joy, if we can still worship God and praise God in the midst of our sufferings, it's going to produce that patient endurance. And then verse four even goes on to say, and endurance, proven character, spiritual maturity, again, hope and confident assurance of eternal salvation. What a great promise to have. What great attributes, character traits to attain through patient endurance, enduring the process. There are so many more benefits to enduring the process versus continuing down a path of going about things in our own way. Because with the patient endurance comes greater trust in God, greater relationship with God, greater revelation. Healing can come from that endurance, going through that process, going through that pain, that devastation, that hurt. And the fact of the matter is this, there's nothing that we can do to avoid it. There's, again, no shortcuts. There's no workarounds there are things that we just must go through to get to the promise to have better understanding but we have to first start being patient with ourselves giving ourselves that grace calming ourselves not getting so alarmed or in an uproar overworked about things that are happening because it doesn't catch God by surprise it may catch us by surprise but it doesn't surprise him but the more we go through things we are able to handle those things we're able to handle those trials and tribulations even when others come and speak to us and they're in a panic when they're worried when they're frustrated about things that they're going through This is the wisdom that you can then share with them because you know what it is to go through the process. You know what it requires. You know the results. You know the benefits that have been added to your life. So not only have you been blessed, but now you're able to be a blessing to others that you can walk them through the process. You can encourage them. You can pray for them. You can support them in their difficult times. And that will lead them to seeking God for themselves on a different level, on a higher level. So the steps that we walk is a roadmap for somebody else that's coming behind us. It provides the inspiration. We provide the light. Because we have the light of Jesus on the inside of us. 
And so where you may have felt alone, where you may have felt isolated, where no one cared or didn't have that support and encouragement, you can then do that for others. One thing that I always tell people is the reason that I do the things that I do, the reason that I coach, the reason that I mentor, the reason that I do this podcast is to be able to provide support and encouragement to others where they may not have that, to help be a voice to those that may feel as if they have no voice, to give others the things that I was not given. And so I know that I have to endure things and go through things so that I can have a greater appreciation for what's on the other side, what God is doing for me, what God is doing to me, and then ultimately what God can do through me because of the process, because of what what I was able to withstand with his help, what I was able to patiently endure so that I could gain more spiritual maturity, so I could gain more wisdom, so that I can share it with all of you. And so the next time that a trial comes up, a difficult season, a difficult situation comes up, know that you have a promise on the other side of that process. And it's my prayer that you will make a commitment to endure that process, that you won't grow impatient, that you'll continue to trust God, that you will not believe one lie that the enemy tries to tell you, that you will go through that process, that you won't look for shortcuts, but that you will be faithful to go through it to get to that promise that God has for you. I pray that you will remember that anything that God removes, that he will be faithful to replace it. And most importantly, I pray that you will find joy even in the midst of the adversity. I pray that you will join me again next week. But until then, just remember that today is a great day to be made new. And I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time.